When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm pretty sure there's still water in my headphones. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're still squishy with water. Or maybe it's my ears. But there is proof that I survived a half marathon in the middle of a tropical depression. In the middle of tropical storm Ophelia, who is still parked off the East Coast. And that same rain and that same wind, gale force winds that I ran through on Saturday morning. Same weather that you saw in various places along the East Coast as football was unfolding on Sunday. Not that that's Zach Wilson's excuse. And it's not just Zach Wilson. The Jets' offense didn't stall simply because of the rain, though it did not help. You could see that rain and the way the wind affected some of these games. However, it's dry in the studio, all except for my headphones. I don't know why I wore my work headphones to run the half marathon, but I did. (laughs) Thank you so much for all of your encouragement. You guys are so, so kind most of the time. You know, that's when you don't disagree with my sports opinions. (laughs) But yeah, it was really sweet of you. Uh, I didn't read your comments until after the fact, of course, because I could barely pull my phone out of my pocket the entire 13 miles. It was in a Ziploc bag and in my pocket, and it was still in danger of getting wet. In the other pocket, I didn't have my belongings in a Ziploc bag, and the parking ticket that I got in the garage (laughs) was completely soaked and shredded in pieces It was fantastic. No wonder they charged me $30 for parking. Anyway, if you would like to see the before and after photos, they are on Twitter, A-Law Radio, as well as a photo up on our Facebook page, courtesy of Producer Jay. After Hours with Amy Lawrence on Facebook. Okay, I'm going to retweet the photos on Twitter, too, so that you can see them. Um, But... More importantly, or maybe, yeah, more importantly than my photo, to be sure, we have a brand new video on our YouTube channel, and I'm just going to let you go check that out all by yourself. That's something that we'll talk about as we head through the week. You asked, we delivered, we promised, we came through. Producer Jay did a phenomenal, as in phenomenal, editing job And this is only the first part 
of our delivering on a promise to you. You need to go check it out all by yourself when you have an opportunity. It might make you laugh, and that is okay. I hope it makes you smile. That would be okay, too. And most importantly, I hope that it satisfies your curiosity, you crazy cats. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We are racking up another NFL Sunday. Everything you could possibly want jammed into, what would we say, nine hours, ten hours on Sunday with still a doubleheader to come. We had jaw-dropping moments. We had head-scratching moments. We had eye-popping moments. The highest of highs, the lowest of lows, and probably all of those in multiple games. For instance, the Miami Dolphins, the highest of highs. Same field, the Denver Broncos, the lowest of lows. We're going to cover that game coming up at the back half of the hour. But we want to start with Sunday night football and work our way backwards. Now, you know our promise to you on our Sunday night NFL blowout, we get to every game. So it cracks me up when people get on my social media and say, can you talk about this game? Can you talk about that game? Well, sure, I absolutely can. Wait your turn. We absolutely will. And I can't promise you we're not going to talk about Taylor Swift. I can report that she was not holding Travis Kelsey's hand when they were walking out of Arrowhead Stadium. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. To hear Patrick Mahomes talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, that was delish. That was hysterical. For your right to party! Did you notice him posturing during the game? Oh, yeah. He definitely was. He was like a peacock out there prancing and posturing around. And Patrick Mahomes even admits, well, I knew she was here, so I had to get him a touchdown pass. Like, seriously? That's what it's like to be the Chiefs. Oh, well, Travis Kelsey's trying to impress a girl. So, sorry, a young woman. A woman. So why don't we go ahead and give him a touchdown pass? (laughs) I mean, that's how easy it is for Patrick Mahomes. Although I got to say... I was holding my breath. I bet plenty of people inside Arrowhead Stadium were holding their collective breath as well when he had his ankle rolled up on uh, by a member of the Bears defense, and he was definitely in pain. Went into halftime, no doubt had it checked, and came out and played in the third quarter, but really only in the third quarter. (laughs) The Chiefs starters were not necessary in the fourth quarter, which would be why the Bears managed to get in the end zone at all. So we have a lot to get to, but we're going to start with Sunday night football. And coming up in 15 minutes, your chance to hear from our friend Hondo Carpenter. Because, boy, I have questions. I have questions for Josh McDaniels. For instance, why in the world are you going for a field goal with two minutes and 22 seconds left when you're on the eight-yard line? I don't care if it's fourth and four. You need a touchdown. You need a touchdown and a two-point conversion because you're trailing by eight and you go for three. What good does that do you? You still need a touchdown. Very strange sometimes. I thought he was supposed to be an offensive guru. So, yes, Steelers and Raiders taking place in Las Vegas. And Steelers fans, you do yourself proud. 
pretty much all over the country. It did sound like it was a Steelers home game at times. But for the second straight week, the Raiders are on the board first. Garoppolo under center with an eye formation behind him. Here's the snap. Play fake. Garoppolo looking to pass. Going deep down the field for Adams. He's got it. Inside the five. Tumbling to the end zone. Touchdown Raiders. On fourth and a chain link. Garoppolo goes up top and finds Devontae Adams for the touchdown. And the Raiders strike first. The Raiders did strike first on a Devontae Adams touchdown. As I say, they did the same thing in week number two against the Buffalo Bills. But similar pattern because the Steelers answered right back. Third down at seven now for the Steelers. Pick it in the gun. Three receivers right, single man to the left. Allen Robinson in motion from right to left. Pickett waits, takes the shotgun snap, back to pass, rush coming, Pickett looks, loads up, going deep down the field, got a man that's caught, 25-20, 15-10-5, touchdown Steelers, Pickett hung it out in front, and the catch was made by Calvin Austin, and he takes it in. Ryan Radke with the calls on Westwood 1, and that was a sweet shot by Kenny Pickett. Split the defense, got behind the deepest defenders, did Calvin Austin, and was able to scamper into the end zone. 72 yards, and that ties it. But really, the Raiders are inept the rest of the half, even into the third quarter. It was the Steelers' defense with a statement time and time again. Second down and 10 at the Pittsburgh 43. Steelers in the nickel. Garoppolo, shotgun snap. He's back. Pocket collapses. He throws it over the middle. Intercepted! The Steelers have it. It is Levi Wallace, his first of the year. And the Steelers play takeaway on the pass intended for Michael Mayer, the rookie from Notre Dame, tight end. Quick snap. Nope. Now a play action fake. He's confused and he throws the ball down the field and it's <laughs> intercepted confused. at the 22 yard line by Patrick Peterson, the eight time All Pro. Jacoby Myers, the intended receiver, the ball overthrown. And I tell you what, Garoppolo looked confused before he threw that interception. I like how Bill Hillgrove on the Steelers Radio Network mentions it twice that Garoppolo looks confused. He's confused. <laughs> Those two Jimmy G interceptions equal 10 Steelers points. And that Patrick Peterson pick in the third quarter really catapulted Pickett and the offense into overdrive. If you didn't see that possession, it was chunk play after chunk play after chunk play. You could tell that Pickett and the Steelers we're on a mission. And the touchdown itself may not have been the flashiest, but it was really just the exclamation point on what was an efficient march back to the end zone. Now this fake bootleg left. Those for the end zone. Touchdown Steelers. Pat Fryermuth, his second of the year. And Kenny Pickett feels it. He definitely did feel it. First game, if I remember this correctly, first game for Kenny Pickett. Now, remember, he's early in his second year, but has only or has only started for a, a full calendar year now. Did he take over for Mitch Trubisky in game three last year, game three or four? So he's closing in on a full year of starting, if you catch my drift. First time in which he's had two touchdown passes in the same game. And the tight end, Pat Fryermuth. Hall's in the 13-yarder. And so it's 23-7 to Steelers late in the third quarter. But then 
The Pittsburgh offense stalls because, you know, it's week three and this seems to happen to most teams. And Vegas finds a rhythm instead. An 80-yard drive over six minutes. So possessing the ball, moving it, moving the chains seems to give them, seems to give them a stability and a steadiness. And then they go back to um, old, reliable. They're going to be third down and goal and they're out of the shotgun. Three receivers to the right. Seven on the play clock for Garoppolo. 5.45 to go in the game. They're down 16. Shotgun snap. Garoppolo's throwing to Adams. On a slam. Catches it at the goal line. Leans in. Touchdown, Raiders. Devontae Adams cut out left and then back inside. And Jimmy G hit him on a strike to make this game 23-13 with 5.41 to go. Devontae with a brilliant Performance, 13 catches, 172 yards, a couple of touchdowns. It's a good thing, too, because Josh Jacobs, nowhere to be found. Well, nowhere. They tried to run him, but the Steelers' defense was so good. And for the first time all season, the Steelers were able to run the ball. So this was the right formula for Pittsburgh. Run the ball, stop the run. Run the ball, stop the run. But because... The Steelers had fallen out of a rhythm offensively after that Devontae touchdown. They're only up by eight points. And the Raiders moved the ball all the way to the eight-yard line. Now, in the, in the process of this, you may have seen toward the end of the game, Josh McDaniels opts to go for a field goal. I think it was the uh, fourth down before that. He opts to go for a field goal. And there's a penalty on the Steelers that then give them the first down. So the Raiders continue marching, sort of marching. That's not really the right verb. But they get down to the eight-yard line. And they're facing a fourth and four with 2.22 to go. Recognizing, of course, that the Steelers have really stalled offensively. So they've done nothing with their last three possessions. Josh McDaniels maybe believes that the defense will be able to get him the ball back. But I say, you still need a touchdown. You need a touchdown and a two-point conversion. You cannot win without a touchdown. Why not go for a touchdown? Because if you can't get a touchdown, the field goal's a moot point, And it's a waste of time. But instead, Vegas goes for a field goal. All right. So trailing by five. And yes, they do get the ball back. And there's limited time with which to work. At a critical moment of the football game, and the Raiders start first and 10 at their 15. And they trail by five. Steelers in the dime. Empty set. Garoppolo does call in a blocker to his left in Abdullah. Gets the snap. He wants to throw it. Four-man rush. Pocket collapses. He throws it down the field. It's intercepted. And that is Levi Wallace. Intended for Adams. And the Steelers seal the deal. He stayed in bounds. What a play by Levi Wallace. That was sensational. Come over the top and over the top coverage. For a victory, man, all three phases. Um, it's good, man, to to stack victories. Um, we got to make winning a habitual thing, man, just to stack winning performance on top of winning performance is significant. But it's also our first opportunity to play on the road in a hostile environment, this being their home opener. Um, we had to manage that component of the game. 
I love how Mike Tomlin calls it a hostile environment because it certainly seemed pretty black and gold friendly to me. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Before we hear from Josh McDaniels, another incredibly proficient performance for TJ Watt. I know you're surprised. Stop me if you've heard this before. Two sacks, another three hits on Garoppolo, and two tackles for loss. And they pressured him, and they were able to snag three interceptions off the Raiders' QB. Anytime they're chipping as much as they were tonight or anytime they weren't chipping, we were trying to make it our best effort to make the pass rush as hot as possible. And uh, I think we did a good job of keeping them under duress tonight. And uh, it helps when we have them in those obvious passing situations where we can pin our ears back. And obviously when the guys in the back end are playing as well as they were tonight, um, it helps have that quarterback hold it for just a split second longer. So Josh McDaniels and the Raiders fall to one and two. Steelers move to two and one. Good for them starting out with the loss, but now as Mike Tomlin loves to talk about stacking wins. So they've recovered from the way they started the season against the Niners, and now it's their defense that looks like a brick wall at times. Still don't understand the Josh McDaniels decision to go for the field goal with under two and a half minutes to play, but he answers the question of that decision and whether he considered something different. When the score was what it was, we needed multiple possessions to go, you know, we needed to do the right thing with, with multiple possessions. So, um, you know, whether we we were mixing in the tempo, we were mixing in, you know, huddling, um, trying to still stay with some of the runs, you know, in the second half there in the fourth quarter where they were playing split safety defense and trying to really take away Devontae and Jacoby and some of the receiver play. You know, and that's when, you know, Josh hit a couple of the runs there in the fourth quarter. So, um, you know, just trying to do the right thing, trying to be productive as best we can. And like I said, mixing in the tempo as we went. So that's his explanation. Maybe feeling like his defense would get the Raiders the ball back, which it did, but just not enough time. And Garoppolo had no choice but to chuck and duck. And he wasn't on target for the most part tonight. Now, wait until you hear what Devontae Adams had to say about the Raiders' start. Plus, we will hear from Raiders insider Hondo Carpenter, who's just finished up with his writing and his local media responsibilities in Vegas, and will join us following the break. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, glad to have you with us. Hope you stayed dry this weekend. Amy Trask sent me a text about how beautiful the weather is in Southern California For once, I will agree that I would have preferred that instead of the veritable washout uh, for the Northeast, many parts of the Northeast, not just the New York City area. Uh, On our Facebook page as well, and check out the video on YouTube. It is up. It is available. You asked, we delivered. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After... Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Your Hours Podcast. I haven't said anything. Sometimes you need um, you need some time to process and figure out what exactly to say. So, you know, we heard from coach and we had a few conversations in, individually. But um, you know, it's tough because this this is a really good team. We have a lot of potential. I would say that not a good team until you, you prove it. But uh, the team has some potential. We got the players. We just got to figure out how to play together uh, on both sides of the ball and stop putting ourselves in, in such. Um, tough to overcome position, you know. We, we had way too many of those today, and you know whether it's penalties or you know sacks or you know we didn't make the play outside, whatever it was, got to take care of the ball. And it's just that's not how you you know you, you look at all these analytics and all these things. Teams that have won with the you know the turnover battle and all these things, and they don't mean shit until you go out there and you play ball. We just we we having a tough time consistently doing that right now. And I don't want to act like it's all crazy. It's, you know it's week three, but. I don't got time to wait around. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. Some strong sentiments from Devontae Adams, who has an incredible performance. 13 catches, 172 yards, and a couple of scores, but the frustration oozing out as the Raiders lose their home opener to the Steelers 23-18 and put themselves in a hole that was too deep to climb out of. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're pleased to welcome insider Hondo Carpenter, who's fresh off of his own duties in Vegas, and that includes covering the team for Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation. And Hondo, when you hear Devontae speak those words, he starts out by saying, I don't say a whole lot, and then he goes off and and really expresses his frustration. What's your reaction? First of all, that was his answer to my question at his locker. Nice. Um, uh, And I absolutely, this isn't why he came here. You know, he, he could have gone a lot of places, he took less money to come here because this was his childhood team and he thought he would win a Super Bowl. He's absolutely frustrated, and they should. For the second straight week, they were out-coached and they were outplayed. You've got Josh McDaniels with over six minutes to go in the game, down 16 points, and his guys are walking up to the line of scrimmage. They're huddling. There's no sense of urgency. 
and then down eight with just over two minutes, they kick a field goal. And now all of a sudden, time management matters. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was a horrible performance by the entire team. It was an embarrassment. And, you know, you've got one of the hardest-working players in the entire NFL, the best wide receiver in the league. He's absolutely frustrated, and he should be. Why so many of these moments where there are wasted opportunities or big mistakes or miscues or miscommunications when you're talking about a veteran team, Hondo? Yeah. First of all, we're 20 games in to the Josh McDaniels regime in in, in, uh, Las Vegas. And the point of the matter is, Amy, is although some people around the league would argue they're more talented than when he got here, that he inherited a playoff team, and this was the worst performance of the 20 games. And so, you know, a lot of it, I'm a firm believer. You know personally because we're friends. I respect Josh. I like Josh. But everything reflects leadership. And when there's no sense of urgency when time with your time management, and then why would you expect that from your players? It was frustrating. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I felt for Max Crosby. I felt for Devontae Adams in that locker room because these are two guys that are just everyday guys throughout all the offseason. They're the hardest workers that I know, and they absolutely deserve better. And the team continues to make blunders, continues to hurt itself, continues to fail to execute. And 20 games in, this rests squarely, squarely on McDaniels. And I said to him after the game, I said, this is the quarterback you wanted, and you have the third highest paid offense in the National Football League. Why did you not go for it <sighs> when you, on fourth down when you didn't have a sense of urgency with the clock? And he gave a, you know, a typical coach answer. But the point of the matter is, is this far, this far in now, it's germane to ask those questions and to point out those absolute blunders and and of the of both McDaniels his staff and the team did that decision shock you as much as it did me because you still need a touchdown regardless of if you get it there you get the ball back well yeah and the other thing is if they don't score a touchdown they start the drive of the Steelers buried inside the 10 yard line it made absolute no sense and I can tell you, I was getting texts by other coaches. You know, is the kick, what is going on? Is Jimmy injured? What's going on here? I, I mean, multiple people couldn't believe it who were texting me. And I'm like, no, he's fine. And just absolutely an unbelievably poor decision that was, you know, and again, I like Josh. This is an attack on his personal integrity but it's absolutely an attack on his coaching, and that's what his job was, and he failed. So I see on your Twitter that Garoppolo was not available after the game because he's being evaluated for a concussion. When did that happen? Well, this is the thing I just talked about a moment ago, uh, just before you guys called, is when I saw him in the locker room, I even talked to him, he seemed fine. And so either it had to happen on the last play – or if it happened on the last play, why is he sitting around joking, laughing, and talking in the locker room and not in the protocol immediately? Hmm. I mean, that, that's a very fair and germane question. So, again, 
it's just like Devontae last week was in the protocol and didn't talk, but he was fine. I hope he's fine. I don't wish him well. I don't think they're lying. I'm not calling them liars, but it certainly doesn't make sense. And it calls into question, you know, how they handle the concussion protocol. Hundo Carpenter is with us from Las Vegas after the Raiders fall in their home opener to the Steelers. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Sunday night football certainly seemed like a haven for a lot of black and gold. Did it sound like there were as many Steelers fans there, Hondo? Oh, yeah, the entire second half, you wouldn't have known it was a Raider home game. And the Steeler Nation was, I, I probably shouldn't use that term because that makes Raider fans mad, but the Steeler fandom was absolutely loud and raucous. And, I mean, there's the Raiders in the red zone trying to score, and there were terrible towers, towels everywhere. And, I mean, that's what happens in Las Vegas. Right. It, this is a tourist town. People want to come to Vegas. And so if you're going to circle one game to go to, you're going to pick Las Vegas. And that's something that the Raiders have to endure. Oakland was not a tourist town wasn't a place that people said, gee, I want to go to Oakland. And that's it. But now the trade-off is, is, the, is the franchise is completely flush with money. There's nothing they can't do. It's doubled in value in two years. And they have the money to go get any player they want. They're just going to struggle. And as long as they keep doing performances like this, Amy, fans are going to sell their ticket. I know a guy who is a doctor, a very wealthy man in this city who has tickets at the Allegiant Stadium. And he's like, listen, if I can sell my tickets for anywhere from 1500 to $3,000 a game, depending on what team is in town, and I know they're going to play like junk, I'm going to sell my tickets. I may be rich, but I'm, I still make money. And so, you know what, and, until they put a better product on the field, this is what's going to happen, and it's disappointing, but it's a reality. Hondo, you and I have talked about this, the exit of Derek Carr at the end of last season and how he wasn't Josh McDaniel's pick and he was kind of disjointed in the offensive system. It didn't really work. There was never really a rhythm to it. And the two of them were never really on the same page. Or at the very least, Derek didn't fit what Josh wanted to do. What signs have you seen that Jimmy Garoppolo is a better fit in the Josh McDaniel's offense? None. And I'm going to go a step farther. You can go back. This is on the record. I've said it and I've written it. Um, back when they let Derek go, I said, if you get Jimmy Garoppolo, you made a mistake because you just took an off-injured player for a guy that's never injured. And I'm going to say this, that you know they thought they were getting Tom Brady. In fact, they were certain of it. Hmm. Some things happened that I'm going to be writing about in a couple weeks you know, uh, that they it didn't work out because of family reasons or for issues with Tom Brady. It wasn't the Raiders. So they kind of got stuck with Jimmy. But the point of the matter is, I said at the time, you don't get rid of Derek Carr for Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I've also said, and I don't mind being accountable to that, is that Jimmy fits their system better, and they've said that. So I took them at their word. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo, who may fit their system better, certainly is not playing as good as Derek Carr was and is. He's got more interceptions than touchdowns. This is this is not good. Jimmy has looked terrible. And what's frustrating to me, Amy, is that in all of the joint practices against the, the, the Niners and the Rams, 
He looked exceptional. This Raider team looked good, and they come out week one, and they found a way to win in Denver when they weren't playing well, which is what good teams do. Going up and getting blown out at Buffalo, there's no shame in that. But how they lost was, it was just like tonight. They come out strong and then collapse. But tonight against the worst defense, I mean the worst offense in the National Football League, and you just made Kenny Pickett look like a star. Hmm. That's absolutely embarrassing, but it was bad top to bottom. Players to coaches, it was embarrassing. What's going on with Josh Jacobs through the first three games of the season? I thought tonight was his best performance, although it still wasn't great. They ran for 69 yards. Um, Teams are stacking the box and daring Jimmy Garoppolo to beat them. Hmm. I mean, think about this, Amy. They've got an all-pro wide receiver in Hunter Renfro that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler paid big money to keep. Now, let's remember that because I reminded Josh of it tonight. I said, this isn't somebody that Mayock signed. You and Ziegler give him a big deal. And then he goes out and through three games, he's got three catches and been non-existent. I mean, you've got to. You put so much resources into him, you've got to get him going. How concerned are you about it? And, you know, Josh, to his credit, isn't going to throw anyone under the bus, but I know he's frustrated with it. And it's, you know, Josh likes the ball out quick, which is smart, but Jimmy's throwing it so quick that, Hunter Renfro is not a part of the offense. That's completely unacceptable. Hondo Carpenter is with us from Las Vegas covering what has been a one and two start now for the Raiders. Their season opening win was a one pointer against the Broncos, but since then, been a couple of tough ones against teams uh, from the AFC East to the AFC North. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. So then, what is the answer, Hondo? Where do they go from here? Well, there's a couple things. You know, I I just said a moment ago, you don't throw in the towel on a season when you're three games in. Right. So I'm not advocating that at all. It isn't time to do that. But this is where Josh McDaniels, I mean, he has proven to us with his Super Bowl rings that the man knows offense. Bill Belichick completely left him alone and let him do his thing. Well, Josh has to step up his coaching game now. This starts with leadership, and he's going to have to lead. He's going to have to find the magic elixir, the silver bullet. But he's got – here's the amazing part. He has his veteran leaders making execution blunders, just flat-out blunders. And he better quickly find a way to get this team on track because I'm going to tell you something, Amy. I'm with them. I know them. This is a team that believes in him, but this is a team that if they don't get this fixed quick, I am greatly concerned he's going to lose his locker room. He hasn't Mm -hmm. lost it yet, but I'm just saying based on what I know, I think that's a legitimate concern. It is a precarious position for Josh McDaniels and for the Las Vegas Raiders now, especially after how they've lost, not just the losses. So you want to make sure you keep up with Hondo on Twitter at Hondo Carpenter. Sports Illustrated, Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders, really connected, so always has great intel. And, of course, one of our favorites, a good friend. Hondo, thank you so much for a couple of minutes after a long day. Thank you, my friend. Have a great evening. 
And make sure you follow Hondo. I'm telling you, he is connected to a lot of people around the league, not just in Las Vegas. And you heard what he said about getting texts from other NFL coaches as Josh McDaniels is deciding to go for the field goal on fourth and four inside the eight-yard line late on Sunday night. Okay, we're just getting started. Coming up next, a near-record performance by the Miami Dolphins against the Denver Broncos. So I suppose if you're the Raiders, at least there's a silver lining. The Broncos are worse. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. Man, what was up? Was down. What was down was up. Week three, NFL Sunday. The Dallas Cowboys losing in the desert. Goodness, the Baltimore Ravens had so many opportunities, and they fall to the Gardner Minshew-led Colts. I mean, there are a lot of ways that we can break down this NFL Sunday. We'll give you Monday MVP poll coming up, but Miami Dolphins deserve the center ring of the circus straight ahead. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Thursday, 10 for Miami. Play action pick to a back to throw. Looking over the middle wide open. Tariq kills the 20. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Kill wide open, and man, the rest is pure speed. Had to be a breakdown by the Denver Broncos secondary to leave Tyree Kill that open. Are you kidding? Joe, a minute and 13 seconds on that scoring drive. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We should have known then, not even 90 seconds into Dolphins and Broncos. Tyree Kill, Tua Tagovailoa, Miami already on the board, and it led to a near-perfect first half. Did you know Tua was 16 for 16 in the first half? Raheem Mostert had a pair of touchdowns that were only 20 seconds apart late in the second quarter. This is around a Cortland Sutton fumble. And at halftime, 
at halftime, the Dolphins were up 35 to 10. This was the number that blew me away. They only faced two third downs. They didn't even need third down. They didn't need three downs. They needed two. In some cases, only one, and that was plenty. A near-perfect first half for the Dolphins, and it continued. Because even after they had pulled most of their starters, they even had rookies that were going off. Mario's in motion. The pitch to the A-chain. Oh, off the left side. 40, 50. He's gone. 30. Nobody's going to catch the A-chain. Touchdown, Miami. Well, you want to see A-chain speed at its best? What a day. The rookie out of Texas A&M has had. He just outruns everybody. If you're wondering what a track meet looks like, you got a chance to see them all except Mr. Waddle today on just how fast this team is. He just wants to pass to everybody. 70 points is crazy. Like, that's like, then all stats, like, that's like video game type stuff. Take it from Devon A. Chain. The rookie goes for better than 11 yards per play. 11 yards per play. And he has four touchdowns in this one, as does Raheem Mostert. <laughs> Tua had 309 passing yards. But the Dolphins had 350 rushing yards. You can do the math. Most points by any team since 1966. And this is without their starters in the fourth quarter. A franchise scoring record for the Dolphins. But why not go for a field goal that would give them the most points ever in an NFL game? It felt like chasing points and chasing a record. Um... Uh, that's not what we came to the game to do. Um, that doesn't have a bearing on the overall season outcome. Ten times out of ten, you, uh, you, you concede and kneel down in those situations because there was a, there was a attainable record. Um, that was cool, but the message that I thought it would send um, wasn't really in line with how, how I view things. We're not trying to go out there and humiliate teams. That's just what it uh, have, happened to look like. Mm -hmm. you know, trying to run the ball, sure did. trying to kill some time. You know, big plays opened up, and you know that's that's what it looked like. Miami scored touchdowns on ten of its fourteen possessions. The only team in NFL history, and this is your Dolphins nerd alert. The only team in NFL history to ever have five rushing touchdowns and five passing touchdowns in the same game. No team has ever done that before. Take five, that five of each. And you can do the math. They didn't go for two. They didn't settle for field goals. They didn't pile on. They just took what the Broncos gave them. And for Tua, just as important, still no sacks. And only one QB hit by that Denver defense. This isn't compared to anything that I've seen or been a part of. Uh, it just talks about the resilience of our team. Although that, although we were up uh, going into halftime, you know, I'm very proud of the guys and the way they continued to play. Uh, no one took their foot off the gas. Everyone continued to play, and um, you know that's the result that we got. Yeah. <laughs> It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. They outscored their opponent by 50. 
50. That is outrageous. Their opponent happens to be the Denver Broncos, who fall to 0-3 as the Dolphins remain perfect. But bigger picture, this is how Sean Payton starts or resumes his coaching career in Denver. It's gone from bad to worse. That was embarrassing and uh, tough to watch. Aside from the kick return, there weren't a lot of positives to take from that game. Um, you know, we had our opportunities offensively early, two penalties. You know, take touchdowns off the board, and I don't know that. I think they punted one time. It'd be one thing to say, "Hey, we're, we're going to get on to the next game," but um, we have to watch that tape. You know, and so tomorrow will be, you know, be tough for a lot of players. Brutal. Tough for us too, as coaches. I think the biggest thing that we have to do is learn is every, everything that we can from the film. Uh, learn what we did well. Learn what we didn't do so well. Um, huh. Learn that you know uh, every game has a history of its own, um, and uh, that was one we want to put in our, in our you know not not think about anymore. But we have to learn from though. Still, I think the best thing that we can do is come back on Monday and um, and have the best film session we can have. Have the best work ethic we can have. Everybody's given you know they're all, but there's mo- there's more. There's more that we can do, and uh, we'll make sure we do that. Well, I hope there's more, because if that's the best you got, then Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and others are not long for the Denver Broncos organization. I'm not sure I thought it could get worse after the last season with Russell Wilson, but he's never started 0-3 in his career. The Broncos once again in a hole in the basement of the AFC West. Now, they're only one game back of the Raiders and the Chargers who finally win on Sunday, but we're talking about a stacked AFC, which makes climbing that much more challenging. And who actually believes they can climb out of the deep hole they're in? The Dolphins are now the only team that's still undefeated in the AFC. In the NFC, it's Eagles, it's Bucks who face each other on Monday night. And it's the Niners. That's it. We're down to just four perfect teams still remaining in the NFL. And that's one hour down. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.